Welcome to Family Unmuted, where Ruben and Tiana Estrada open the door to their lives as real estate brokers, owners of a family business, parents, and everything in between. This is our world, Unmuted. Welcome back to Family Unmuted. This is episode 11, season two. This was our last episode before the season, uh, before the recap, but the last one that's going to be topic yeah topic related and live or whatever (laughs) (laughs) anyway um so today's topic is team so team what does that mean to you guys uh individuals working together toward a common goal okay do you automatically think sports, or yes. do you think you do? Yes. Okay, oh, I figured I he would like automatically think sports. Okay, so what makes a good team? Chemistry. How do you get chemistry? Trust. <laughs> and then this <laughs> takes us back to last week's podcast on trust. Mm-hmm. Um. I feel like when we say the word team, each of us, because of the way that we are, have a different thought. Like, you immediately think sports. You probably immediately... No, I think dad automatically thinks business. I think organization. Right. Like, like you're organized or like an organization? No, like an organization. Oh, okay. Like a company. A a company or a business. Yeah. And I automatically think family. Yeah. I don't really associate team with family. You don't think our family is a team? I think we're a family. <laughs> Can you be a family without being a team? No. I feel like you could. Because it's individuals working toward the same goal, but I feel like most of our family doesn't work toward the same goal. Well, really? it depends. Yeah. I feel like we're all in our separate lives. Well, I mean, you have your individual goals, but I think when you talk about us as a family... Like well, okay, what's our goal then? Our, our family goal? Yeah. I don't think we ever discussed this. I think it's just unspoken. Like our family mission? Like yeah. our goal is to never be separated, to work through everything, to be by each other's side always and forever, to have the hard conversations, work through things, and make each other better. That's what we do in our family. I guess it is an unspoken <laughs> truth. Yeah, it's definitely... Well, it's not like we ever sat down and been like, all right, this is what we're going to do. No, I but feel I like think with we the all team have... is going to be like... But I feel like that's when since you really... we, have, we all have the same goal, like all of us want each other to feel supported and like they're not alone and that someone has their back. And I think that's a piece of having a team. Well, I don't know if you guys remember this or not, oh, gosh. <laughs> but I did come out with a family, family mission, mission statement. Mission statement. When? A while ago. Though. Yeah. Was I not there? I think you were there. Meeting? Yeah, you were there. I don't think you're old enough to understand what it meant. Um, hopefully your older sisters do, but um, yeah, we actually had a family mission statement. And we had values, and we had beliefs, and we had perspective, and all those good things. 
that no one really pays attention to. Do you think to. you learned more about like teamwork through business than our family? And then you just like carried it over to us? Absolutely, because I think when we had a very large team, there was different personalities, there's different skill sets, there's different strengths and different weaknesses. And to try to bring that all together and work towards a common goal is extremely difficult. And I think sometimes um, when you hire the wrong team members, it costs you not only monetarily, but it costs you um, with trust, with your reputation, um, all those things that go into making a good team. Um, one team member that is, could potentially be a cancer can ruin all of the good work that you do. With family, you got to live with each other no matter what. Mm -hmm. So that's... Well, in our that, family anyway. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, but with working together as a team, there I mean, working there is an option. Well, I think that's where the magic happens when you have that team synergy. I think people don't have enough respect for synergy mm -hmm. and, and how rare that is and how you get to that point. You know, we, we had technical difficulties on a podcast a few weeks ago, right after the Nuggets won. And we had this podcast about all the things that we learned from the Nuggets. Unfortunately, it didn't turn out right. But You're talking about Denver Nuggets. The Denver yeah. Nuggets, yeah. yeah. And we the talked about... The basketball team. <laughs> wow. Okay. We talked about it over and over throughout their entire season, not just when they won how unique they were this specific team why now like why was it the nuggets time now mm -hmm. and we talked about coaching and leadership and accountability and all of those things that go into making a great team and so i think for me having had large teams small teams family i think it all comes down to leadership and you have to have strong leadership to, to create that team synergy. I, I agree with that. I think the problem is that, uh, it's like somebody's alarm's going off. Um, but I, th I think the problem and some of the mistakes that some leaders make is they try to lead by a democracy and that doesn't always work. Actually, it rarely works if it ever works at all i think the leader needs to take the team and you know joker he took he was the leader of the nuggets right there wasn't i mean jamal's good but probably not the leader they're supporting players they weren't the leader even the coach to some extent wasn't the leader um i think he was part of it but not you couldn't done, have done it without Joker. So. And why do you think that was? Because, like, for me, when I think about Jokic and how he led that team to where they did, the thing that stands out with me, and I think the thing that I respected most about him as a player, is he, his humility. Mm -hmm. His humility just kept people on a level where you're like, it's just about the goal. It's not about individuals, which is a very hard thing to do in a professional sporting sports setting. 
like right now in professional sports, it's all about what one person can, like, it's all about me. Like, don't get me started on LeBron James. Um, but it's all about him. And that was not Jokic. It was, he always credited his team, no matter what his stats were or what records he broke. He never talked about it. So I think in order to have strong leadership, you have to have humility. So there's a, there's a crazy balance that goes on between confidence <laughs> and humility. Like, because if you're overconfident, you come across as cocky. And then if you're humble about something, you come across sometimes as insecure insecure maybe some incompetence i mean not like, confident yeah not opposite yeah. yeah so how do you find the right balance of the two because you you got to know that in Jokic's mind that he was extremely confident on the court to know to take on a lebron james or an anthony davis or uh you know Giannis. yeah exactly and all the best players in the world but yet he had this humility to him that like, oh, well, it's just a game. And then it's like, how can you just say it's just a game? It's more than just a game. You know, and then you get some of that negative feedback too. So it's like, how do you not take something this serious? Well, I think it's like the movie, actually watched it again last night, the movie about De La Salle, oh, yeah. um, the football team, and how in the early 2000s they had 150 win streak. Like, the football team won 150 games straight, 12 back-to-back championships. And how insane that was. But that coach talked about, it's not about football and it's not about the game. His focus was making these boys strong men Mm -hmm. through football. Mm -hmm. And I think that was kind of, that's the differentiator there. Hmm. That's a good point. So how does that relate to a team? Is it about making strong team members? It's about strengthening the individuals. Mm. And that creates that synergy. And back to humility, it reminds me of that C.S. Lewis quote. Humility is not thinking less of yourself. It's thinking about yourself less. Mm. And so you don't have to negate everything that you do it's okay to celebrate and it's okay to know that yeah you are the best at something or that you're good at something that's okay but that can't be all that you focus on Hmm. just thinking of yourself less and that's a wrap guys (laughs) (laughs) So team, leadership, coaching, I think coaching in any any aspect of life is so, so important. And I think it's under, I think it's undervalued. Um, we've talked about it a lot. You've coached in a lot of different aspects. You coached a lot of Nathaniel's teams. Um, you've coached uh, Tino. Tino's team. Um, and... For all intents and purposes, they were really bad seasons. Like, <laughs> not because of the coaching. My coaching just, career's <laughs> over. <laughs> but not really, not times, going the way I my point was, how many times did we have conversations where you were like, I don't want to go. Like, we've won zero games. I don't want to go. But then there's that one kid 
who at the beginning of the season didn't want to play. And then by the end of the season, he's begging you to put him in and going. So going back to, it's not about the team, like end result. It's about the impact you're making on the members along the way. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't about winning games. It was about winning those moments where, you know, the kid that didn't want to play, like, he was excited about sitting on the bench. That's all he wanted to do. <laughs> and then by the end of the season, he's, yeah, like you said, like begging to, to get in. It was like, that's a win for me. So there's a lot of different ways to win, if you want to put it that way. It's I not necessarily about winning games, but... Um, I think everybody wants to feel inspired. Like when you're inspired, you feel like you could take over the world. And I think there needs to just be more moments of inspiration. And that should be the goal. How can I inspire you or bring out the desire for you to want to do great things? And that's what a good coach or leader does. But what I also learned is that you can't force anybody to have that kind of mindset. No. No matter what kind of leader you are how qualified you think you are you can't do it that's it's an impossible task so would you say that not everybody can be a part of a team i think not everybody wants to be led mm. hmm. that was deep <laughs> so then yeah. so then the challenge becomes only finding the people that do mm -hmm. and I think that's why it's so hard to build teams if you want to go back to business and us building a team I mean we've been through a lot of people like a lot of people didn't work out it's interesting to me that I think in our 25 years of business we've only ever had to fire Two people? couple people, that's it. Yeah. Two out of like 40? Yeah. Mm. Most people wanted to stay. Yeah. Um, but like Dad said, you sometimes they're just closed-minded to a different way of thinking. And there's not much. you could, It doesn't make them bad or you wrong and they're wrong. It's, it's not about that. It's just some people have a different goal. And... That that becomes the challenge. Yeah. Finding those kind of people and then leading and then creating that synergy. And so again, a team doesn't you don't just pick five people and you have a team. I mean we see it all the time, even in Olivia sports. She's been on several different soccer teams. And just a group of people put together does not make a team. Groups do not make a team. Right. So why do you why did you change your name from team to group? Well, we went from the home, yeah, Strata Home Team to a Strata Real Estate Group because we we wanted to have agents that weren't necessarily on our team associated with the organization. Because to be on our team in real estate, it's it's a different it's a different level. Yeah. Um, there's different expectations. There's different requirements, and not everybody wants that. Some people just want to you know, do real estate their way. And so we didn't want it to be where you come to our organization and you just automatically have to be put on our team and do things the way we do because that's one of the reasons why we started 
our firm is so because we didn't want to have to do things the way that some of these other places were making us do. So we're a group of teams mm-hmm. working together. Hmm. I just thought that was interesting. <laughs> yeah. Well, because there's several agents who are in our firm mm-hmm. that do things very differently mm-hmm. than the three of us do. And that's cool. You know, we want everybody, we want it to be a place where everybody can figure out their way and figure out what inspires them and, and what they want to do. Mm-hmm. See, we think things through. <laughs> there is Believe a method, it or not. There is a yeah. method to our madness. <laughs> We should just like we don't just slap us. a name up there. I, thought, I mean, every other week yeah. we do. Yes. <laughs> oh yes. Because <laughs> I still get the emails, Estrada Home Team. <laughs> so, what are some of the lessons that you, because you're not that far out of having been on several teams for a very long time, what were some of the lessons that you learned from your more successful teams, your not so successful teams? Are you able now as an adult and with more experience to kind of reflect and see like where some of the good and bad was on some of those teams? Yeah, I think senior year just like enlightened I think everyone on our like basketball team because we've been through so much together and for us to all be on the same team and go the furthest in the program was like just a testament of like the team wasn't just a team, it was like a family, which is where I get like, I don't think you can have, how do I put this? I don't think a family could be a team, but I think a team can turn into a family, is what I, as I view it. Hmm. Like, you have to go, we started off as a team, but at the end of the day, if I call any of my teammates up, they'll pick up the phone. So I have to view that as like a family member. And I think it's just because we went through so many ups and downs and people quitting and people dying off. Like some of my friends stopped playing and then I just had the core five that we had and it just meant a lot more to succeed together. So for you to make it as far as you guys did, which I think was regionals, district? I can't remember. Um, You all felt like, hey, I'm doing this for them rather than we're trying to get to the state championship it just became like i'm playing my best or trying to do my best for my mm-hmm. for my teammates yeah because I, I we got used to losing so many times that it didn't really matter <laughs> like if we won or lost but for us to go on that streak at the end and just feel everyone excited and knowing that we like freshman year we all started on the c team and now we're all here going the furthest in the program was just Well, special. I think midway through that season, there was a huge change in you. There's a lot of changes I did that year. No, but I, I, I specifically remember the one game where you kinda hit you kinda hit a bottom with where you were and we had to have tough conversations and you came out and just crushed it that night at that game. I can't remember who you're playing, um, but it was like the it best. peak to peak. I think it was peak to peak, and you just freaking crushed it. I can't remember how many points you had. Well over 20. Yeah. Um, but it was like the best game you had ever played. And from that on, then on, like when you made the choice 
to give it your all. I think other people were inspired to start giving it all, their all. And mm-hmm. then you guys just created this this really awesome thing that season. Yeah, and I think it was... Because the beginning, I did not want to play that season. Well, we had this conversation yeah. with you. So now, in retrospect, now that you went through that and you're an adult, can you recognize why Dad and I were so adamant on you finishing out your high school career and playing your senior year? Yeah, I can see why. Did it, did it help you? Did it teach you anything that you might not have learned? I mean, you otherwise? wouldn't have those memories. Yeah. And I think it was just... Also, I looked forward to going to practice at the end of the day, too. It was like a stress reliever. It was like something... I could do at the, like that I was required to do, but I chose to reward. To do it. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's almost like a reward. Yeah, it's just like okay, now I can wind down. Like I had, a, it was a routine at the end of it that I wouldn't have had if I didn't play. Right, and so I, I think our point with that, with you at that time was, it's not just quitting a sport. Mm-hmm. It's not just quitting a team. You can't quit on what you now call your family. Because you were ready to quit on them just to be done. Mm-hmm. And so I think that was a huge lesson that will live with you forever now. Mm-hmm. Well, our coach would always tell us, too, that sometimes you need to have a breakdown to have a breakthrough. And I think that was one of those moments where you were you had a breakdown. <laughs> Thank you. And, <laughs> but you also had the breakthrough. And I don't think you could have had the breakthrough without the breakdown. So, thank you. <laughs> break through, break. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you brought up something, and then I was gonna talk about it, and I forgot. So you do that a lot. It'll come back. It'll come back. So, so leadership. Oh God. No, you go. You go. Go ahead. No, I'm good. I'm good. You You're go. gonna forget now. No, I got it. Um. So leadership, humility. What else makes a good team? Um, well, one of the things that made the Nuggets successful, and I think that make all teams successful, is role players, is knowing your role. Um, not everybody can be the leader, um, and everybody has a seat on the bus, but it's also important to know that you're in the right seat. Because if you're not in the right seat, you're not going to go you know, the right direction. And you're going to be miserable. So if you're in a position or a role and you're miserable, you're obviously you're probably not in the right position or right role. Mm-hmm. And then if you are, um, because there's certain things, I think one of the limiting beliefs that I had was who in their right mind would want to do something that I don't like to do? That's so true. Can we put that on a shirt for you? What's that? <laughs> when the right mind wants to do it. want to do anything that I don't want to do. Yeah. <laughs> but there are people that actually like to do things that you don't like to do. Yeah, imagine there are, that. There imagine are. that. I struggle with that too. I'm like, oh, if I don't want to do it, nobody else is going to exactly. do it. Exactly. You two are exactly. the worst at that. Yes. You are the worst at that. Like, and then you'll be like, why would you want to do that? That doesn't sound fun. That sounds stupid. Yeah, well, yeah you're, you're like not fun. Is so, fun to somebody. 
Yeah. And it took it took me years to figure that out. And then once you find that person, your world will change. And you'll get to do what you want to do, and they'll get to do what they want to do, and it's magic. And you might even start to enjoy what the other person likes to do. No, 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 no. no. no they can still own that. Yeah. What? Well, that's why we hire them or we work with them. Yeah, I mean, and I think that's where some you know people ask us about how we work together, and I think that's where some of the conflict comes in too, is that. There are certain things that you like to do and there's certain things that I like to do and sometimes they just don't connect. Sometimes it's hard work. But yet, I feel like I still want to do things together but if we want to be productive, we have to do things apart. And that makes me sad. So, <laughs> Because well, I feel like I want, we want to, to work like... together but yet it's not healthy well, yeah, because I don't know yeah. how productive it becomes because right. then you have frustration and judgment yeah. and irritability and all, all those, of those bad things. emotions. Yeah. 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 So that's difficult. It's hard to work together. So it goes back to what we were <laughs> it's talking very hard. about. What yeah. we were talking about was it last podcast or maybe before, like being understood and hearing. Yeah. Like, the things that I like to do in our job, I don't need you to understand because you won't. And that's okay. But you can still respect the fact that I enjoy those things or that you enjoy that part. And like you said, just let the other person have ownership of that. Mm-hmm. Now, what if someone really likes to do something but they're terrible at it? Ooh. Then what? Uncalled. Well, to a certain extent, um, there has to be some type of skill level or talent level. And I think you... I think you'll self-discover through accountability. And if you, like, you know, set expectations and week after week and month after month, they're not meeting those expectations you would hope that that person would come to you and say, this isn't working. Like, I think naturally you, they would be miserable because they're not meeting the expectation. I think human nature builds it into us that, hey, if I'm not doing a good job, not only are, is the team going to feel it, but they're going to feel it too. Mm-hmm. And I think at some point you can only last in that kind of framework not, I mean, it's not very long. So when you're building a team, what's more important to you? Natural talent or experience? Um, it, in business, it depends on your budget. Because if you're going to pay for experienced and talented, that's going to be the highest paid position. right? You're going to have to pay that person probably top, top level for that role. Mm-hmm. Now, if your budget's less, you could probably get less experience and more talent at that position. Or what pays the least is less talent. (laughs) And no experience. No experience. (laughs) So, I mean, there's actually a market 
there's market value in there. Well, that's why. Um, so we have this conversation all the time, and I know that I, for the longest time, I teased you because we would go out somewhere or whatever. If we got really great service, it could be you know at a restaurant or somewhere mm-hmm. totally not associated with real estate or whatever, and you would be like, "That person's amazing. We need to recruit them." And I'm like, "I'm not recruiting." The guy who brought our drinks, he's like, no, we, and so he would leave his card and he'd have these conversations with people. And so that's why I asked, because if you have that like desire or somebody's just driven, like I can teach you how to sell houses. It's not rocket science. Right. So like you, I feel like I think anybody can be taught and gain experience. Well, it's why, I mean, you're talking, you know, and you look at the NFL or any, professional team why did they put so much focus in draft picks instead of just going out and signing a bunch of free agents free agents cost you a lot of money because they're talented and they have a track record of success so they're going to demand more money so what you're banking on is potential and that's less expensive so you could actually hit a home run with somebody that has little to no experience but has a high talent level. But they don't have the track record, so that's a risk on your part. I like, personally I like a blend of the two because I think talent and less experience kind of pushes the team. You know? I just think the conversation around it in general is changing and we can see it a little bit even with Trinity's journey recently where people who have a little more real life, real world experiences are starting to get the jobs over people who have a degree and are just coming out of college. Hmm. It's not it's not all things equal anymore. Like a lot of employers are choosing different different paths to build their teams with mm-hmm. and so you don't even have to be in the certain industry that you applied to but if you have a track record they might be taking you versus somebody who didn't have that experience so I just think the conversation around that is changing a lot mm-hmm. these days yeah uh, I mean I think some of the young people out there I used to be one of them. Think they they can do all things, but yet you're built a certain way where you're just not. You're just not going to do it. Despite YouTube and TikTok and all these things, where you think that you can go learn anything, and it's possible, but for you to really be happy and find a role that you're ecstatic about, I don't know. But even then, when you see some of these influencers or whatever, and they're, they're making these millions of dollars, they are still a part of a team. No one does anything just by themselves. True. It's your favorite saying. It's your what favorite is it? saying. No what one succeeds it? alone. Yep. And... <laughs> what is it? What is it? Come on. <laughs> oh, I knew what it was. <laughs> well, because, because you don't. Um, whether it's in business, on sport, in sports. I mean, even with golf, that's technically a one-man sport. But there's caddies, there's coaches, there's trainers, there's all of those things. So no matter what it is you do, 
you have a team. Mm -hmm. And we were just having this conversation last night, what, going back to our family being a team, which you don't agree with, but um, <laughs> talking about our vow renewal coming up and how our team of people are a huge part of why we've been able to make it 25 years. You know, whether it's support from, you know, with our kids or support when we were arguing or support to just laugh or travel with us or whatever it might be, we have a really great team of people around us. And I think everybody should look at their village of people as their team because that's, that's what they're there for. Mm -hmm. Everybody has a team. I don't care who, who it is. Everybody has a team. I agree with that. You have a team. Like your team just showed up majorly last week, mm -hmm. right? So you have you have a team of people. You know, you guys, one week in almost being married, and that whole last week it was a lot. There was like so much to do, but at the end of the day, everybody just were like, okay, let's go, and mm -hmm. we did it. And it went off without a hitch and it was great. So that's part of why, you know, my whole thing is looking at your family as a team because it's always, for our family anyway, you can always count on them. Mm -hmm. You can make one phone call to so many people and whatever you need, you'll get. And now you have a team at home. And now you're building <laughs> your own team. Now you need to lead your team. Do you feel like you know what to do? Working on it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how much time has Chrisanne given you to figure this out? <laughs> well, we got a plan. We got a plan. <laughs> it's not like we're <laughs> ground zero. <laughs> it's just like every, when you hit a bump in the road, you know, you just adjust and go back at it. Okay. All right. So... On a different note, just got a question. So, three thirty on Friday, last Friday, did you did you feel any different? Yeah, this like when that ring went on your finger. Yeah, like, I, did, I have not stopped playing with it. But <laughs> did, but did you feel like was there a time where you're like, I feel different? Yeah, right when it went on. And what did you feel? I just felt. Relieved in a sense. Mm -hmm. It's like finally I can like grasp the reins. I felt like I couldn't fully yet, but now I could. To lead your team. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Cool. That's totally off topic, but I've been meaning to ask you like how that felt. No, oh, it felt amazing. Cool. Yeah. All right. So team, everybody has one. Love on yours, respect yours. If you are in a position of leadership, respect that. It's not to be taken lightly. Um, I think the world is in desperate need of good leaders. Mm -hmm. um, and embrace that role and, and really get a master's in it. That's right. Like it. Okay, okay. cool. Till next time. See you next time.